0: Welcome to Chair Talk. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Gert Roeder, who is the Executive Chairman, and Richard Baker, who is a non-exec. How are you doing, gentlemen? Very fine. Thank you very much, Stephen. Very well,
1: Stephen. Great to to
0: speak with you today. Yep. Yeah, now, obviously, it's been a tricky last eight months if you look at the r but if you actually digest the news, it's been quite a turnaround in your company. Could you give us a summary of all of that, please?
2: Definitely. No, It's been a couple of very interesting months since we suspended ourselves last summer. I think we've been using the time to basically look for acquisitions, to look for talent and to look for content. And we are very pleased that we are now back trading on the LSE as Falcon Media House.
0: Could you tell us more about the work
2: that's been going on in the background over the last few months, please? Falcon Media House is uh, listed on the LSE main market, as you're aware of, and uh, basically we are a, a global internet broadcast media group. And basically, we've been spending the the last months to design the group and basically to design a company which can capitalise on this very explosive and ever growing demand for digital video Uh, talking here about streamed live video and on-demand video which is as well known as over the top or ott video streaming market and basically we've designed falcon media house uh, as a company uh, with three main pillars of business Uh, kind of firstly the the technology piece i think we've acquired a a very innovative and unique uh, streaming technology which allows us to stream intelligently across the public internet, basically on any network, on any device, whenever we want, uh, thereby reducing bandwidth. The second pillar of our business is the distribution piece. So we are bringing to the market our own uh, branded OTT service with unique content uh, and exclusive content, which basically we can reach out globally to the audience. And lastly, the third pillar of our business is the content piece, uh, basically putting up and uh, cooperating a company, uh, focusing on media and production of content, both for our own networks and for, uh, for broader broadcast distribution. And basically those three pillars and the, the synergy between those make Falcon Media House quite a unique uh, company, both on the LSE, but as well on the OTT space.
0: Obviously, you touched on the -the over-the-top market there and it's obviously a growing market and in regards to sort of live streaming and on-demand services, everyone is familiar with names like Netflix, Amazon Prime, etc. Can you tell me about the sort of market
2: dynamics, where you fit within this? Definitely, Stephen. It it is a massively growing market. I think we talk about... um annual growth rates on more than 25%. Uh, Just to give you some main numbers on on this this OTT market, uh, expectations are uh, in 2020 uh, that basically 82% of all internet traffic will be video. In 2020, just to give, give the numbers again, per second, the expectation is that there will be carried more than 1 million minutes of video across the public internet. And we talk about a market which grows to a size of more than sixty billion dollars in revenue in 2020. Uh, and of course, that's the market we want to be a part of. As you said, it the market is is uh, it's a very crowded market. Uh, some very big players in the market. Uh, but I think we're quite sure that we, with our focus on uh, on technology, on distribution, and on content. Can create ourselves a very unique position.
0: You certainly look towards obviously being part of that market and for a small company trying to make inroads you've got a very unique product and it sounds absolutely amazing and it puts an end to buffering. How does it achieve that and how can that obviously differentiate yourself on other streaming services on the market?
1: Uh, great question, Stephen. It's Richard. Uh, I'll pick up that one. Um, so, streaming uh, has been around in various formats for the last 10 years. I think we all perhaps remember the days that uh, Apple first introduced uh, iTunes on the desktop at home and uh, the ability to stream. Uh, a movie back then was the fact that you needed to download the whole movie to your iTunes desktop client and only when the, the content had downloaded uh, to the PC or your Mac could you then play it. Uh, really, over 10 years, we've seen the likes of Love Film and various brands similar to them uh, that, that then got morphed into the likes of Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and other services take on different technologies to try and stream into the home I'll save uh, your listeners and and readers the the technical details uh, in in, in granularity. But effectively, we've seen download progress to be something called progressive download, which means you need to have downloaded a percentage of the movie or the the show that you're about to watch before it will activate and stream. And uh, little by little, we've seen technologies come to market that try and address, well, how do we prevent actually having to download the content in the first place? But how do you stream it from a, a server in the sky uh, and, and, and allow it to be played on any device? And that's really where the company that Falcon has purchased, Quiptel, specializes. Uh, it's designed a software that allows us to put a very clever algorithm uh, into cloud computing resources. And that very clever uh, algorithm really focuses on a navigation technology, and a flow control technology across any network. And really what it's doing is breaking video into individual chunks, into packets, and it fires it out into the public internet or into the private network of a a service provider, a telco operator. And really in doing that, it's managing the flow of that individual packet as it leaves the computing resource, the server, and gets received by the user on their iPad or their Uh, mobile device or their their smart TV. And we monitor the signal, if you like, across the public internet between that cloud computing resource and the end user. And we're dynamically shaping the network and we're dynamically managing the streams constantly to make sure that we optimize the path to the user. And uh, what has been notoriously difficult in the industry is doing that across the public internet is really, really difficult. The public internet is a a big mesh network you never really know where your traffic goes and effectively what we do is convert what is an unmanaged network to be a managed network we we manage and control those paths across the public internet and so to gert's introduction that makes us in a unique position where we can actually manage a video stream on behalf of a consumer a user uh, at any point in the world on any device or on any network And of course, the big objective in that is making sure that the user experience is of high quality, that we stream at the highest bit rate possible, and that we're sensitive to looking after the network operator and we're not consuming too much bandwidth as we do that. And that's really what we've put together with the Quiptel technology inside the Falcon Media Group business. I hope I've explained that in the best possible way to make it as logical as possible.
0: All I can hear and understand is effectively... Even at home, when you're trying to watch a film, occasionally you'll get a point in time where it will come up buffering, and your solution to that is a unique way of effectively squeezing the end of a hose pipe. Less water will actually flow out, but under a lot more pressure, and get to the end user a lot quicker.
1: That's a good analogy, Stephen. Well done. Uh, The other one that uh, some of our recent investors uh, uh, re- re- recorded back to us was actually it's it's almost like sending lots of traffic down a motorway. And if we can picture three lanes or four lanes, uh, what what the technology is doing is actually monitoring all of those individual lanes of traffic and it's forecasting ahead, trying to figure out the best paths for that t- traffic to to move to. So we we optimize and predict congestion. And in predicting congestion, we ultimately plan the best path for the video
0: stream to go on. And again, that's an even better analogy.
1: (laughs) So So, exciting times. I think we're all in need of, of getting rid of the buffer wheel on our services. And that's one of the big, big challenges. And that's certainly what we're excited about as we bring Falcon Media back to market.
0: So rolling the technology forward... What protection have you got on that product, because it is a very unique product, and as you said, no one's done this previous.
1: Yeah, uh, we have, um, the the business has um, laid down a series of patents over the last uh, 10 years. Uh, actually, the business really commenced in 2005-2006, uh, investigating different technologies and methodologies for how you would stream video. And by 2008, we had laid down the foundation within the Cryptel business for uh, how you would optimize flow uh, of a live video stream. And again, I think for your listeners, there's just a demarcation or a, a reference here. When we watch something like Netflix or um, Amazon Prime today, that those services are, are tending to be referred to as subscriber video on demand. They're not necessarily time sensitive. And as a consequence, they're not necessarily latency sensitive, so they can deal with a little bit of delay and buffering in a network. Now, to the user, when we hit play, we expect to see the video in a few seconds. Um, Certainly when we pause it and want to skip forward, we expect there to be a good response. Uh, That's not always necessarily happening on those services. But if we jump over to the fact that when I want to watch a live political event or I want to watch a live sports event, Uh, I expect that to play instantaneously and I expect it to stay streaming for the whole of the live event. And of course, that's the big use case we're trying to solve with the Crypto technology. So the patents we've laid down very much deal with live streaming and we we added an additional benefit for when you're then serving video on demand. So, yeah, over 20 patents in place around this technology. Uh, They've been globally filed. Um, The team uh, always commence patent filings in the UK with the UK Patent Office. And we then extended those patents through the European Patent Office, out to Asia, out to America. And uh, discreetly, we take on territories as we deploy with, with large customers. So there's a, a global patent portfolio there. And uh, all of those are well, well in place.
0: Obviously, Next. in regards to patents that haven't been granted, there is obviously still protection for your product under the PCT rules? Is that correct? That's
1: that's correct, yes. Um, The the, the world of patent filing uh, continues to to sort of evolve but uh, when we do originate a patent in the UK Patent Office we take the PCT protection and that really gives you prior art rights for up to 18 months Uh, You can extend that to 24 months, but uh, across all of the filings that we've put in place, we've got PCT uh, on a global basis, yes.
0: In regards, obviously, then to your sort of second sort of pillar, if you like, you've acquired Orbital Multimedia Holdings and then acquired TV Networks Limited. How does that fit in with the company?
2: That's correct, Stephen. Yes, uh, we've acquired as well TV Networks Limited. Fits very nicely in because I think we strongly believe that uh, as cool as it is to have a superior technology, uh, we need as well to be able to showcase that technology ourselves. And uh, therefore, we use the TV uh, acquisition and the the brand and the the kind of the the capabilities and the skills uh, by that acquisition. To launch our own OTT uh, branded service to the market, and thereby, with our own service, basically showcase the capabilities of Point One Hour technology. But as well, uh, we believe that that launching unique second, third tier sports content uh, is a niche market which is not really grabbed today by anybody, and it's a strong growing market, uh, and it'll be a good business for for Falcon.
0: So in regards to the future news flow what excites you the most and more importantly where do you see the company being if your growth strategy works over the next 12
2: to 18 months I think we have a very promising future ahead of us uh, we will use our our funds uh, for basically scaling our business scaling the the software business and scaling and launching the the TV business in 2017 and uh, basically after the launch of the TV business to to scale that business up to uh, a global sports or Netflix of sports type of business uh, around the globe.
0: Now to do that, you've obviously got a, a number of key partners on board. Could you give us an overview of them
2: please and how they fit in? We we have a a couple of key partners next to some very uh, important customers, both mobile operators and and internet service providers. We have a very key partner, uh, which is Tata Communications. Tata is uh, one of the world's leading uh, telecommunications uh, companies and especially strong on the the infrastructure side. We have partnered up with Tata. We are very pleased that we... uh, We've signed a deal with, with Tata just before Christmas and basically allowing us to use their network globally as our transport network. So basically, as Richard said, we can reach out to any customer with our technology, but we can use it uh, use, by using the Tata network. And therefore, I could deliver a service anywhere in the world in the next 24 hours if need be. So it's it's a massive deal for for Falcon Media House to partner with Tata uh, going to partner with uh, both on the technology but as well they're very strong on the content side so with the partnership with Tata we can as well bring content into our customers anywhere they are.
0: Thank you very much for that Ger and Richard is there anything further that you would like to
2: add? I think it, Falcon has a promising future I think this market as we talked about is growing so rapidly And uh, with technologies coming, I think uh, just thinking about today, we talk about HD streaming tomorrow we'll be talking about 4K streaming, uh, which would put kind of tremendous uh, efforts on our networks. Uh, So with a technology like ours, who basically can optimize the usage of bandwidth, uh, I think we have a very promising future. uh, And we basically aim to deploy that software wherever we can as fast as possible. I think, Stephen, as well, just for me, uh,
1: really excited that we've
2: headquartered this business
1: in London as well. I think uh, around the world, the UK is recognised as a real leader in in the digital economy. We have a really strong media uh, centre in in London and spanning the UK. So to, to kind of have the business listed on the London Stock Exchange, and headquartered in London, reaching into some of that talent is also ex- really exciting for us. So uh, I, I think coupled with what Gertz talked about in terms of the partnerships, customers, um, we, we also look to tap into the ecosystem that is the digital economy in the UK and, and that's exciting.
0: It definitely looks inside exciting and uh, sorry, I was thinking about Easter then and we look forward to obviously covering your news flow in the future. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Stephen.
0: Thank you, Stephen.